0: Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. When we have a stronger back, it makes our day easier lifting things, moving things around, going on our knees, and getting up off the floor. So, how do we make our back stronger over time? In this workshop, we walk through certain exercises to make our back first flexible and then stronger and maintain that strength over time with consistent walking positions for one. In this workshop, we talk about certain exercises such as setting our Standing and sitting posture, a lunge stretch for hips, also a wall squat for leg strength, and going from a wall squat to a chair squat to a modified standing squat, again, for leg and back strength combined, even lower body strength overall, then going also to how to setting our walking posture and how to work properly, and how to walk properly, actually, and then also to talk about how a lunge, a lunge exercise for hip, lower body, and leg strength, and then going from there to a seated, a seated hip stretch. So these exercises are meant to help someone rehab a back injury, help someone get a stronger back to live their normal, healthy, happy life. So that point we don't feel get the limit of what we're doing. At that point we can we can avoid pain by getting stronger overall. All right. So Joyce this workshops this is a live workshop we had done a couple months ago. Again, we're back to live workshops again at the Gibson Center. Enjoy, my friends, and I'll see you next week.
1: I'm gonna get started right now. Before I do that,
0: quick thanks. Do you want to know how people are show up? Like
1: people tell me. Maybe like five people show up. Like, no, there's a couple more people than that. So what I normally do is right here. Hi, everybody. Everybody wave. Hello. 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 There we go. All right. Okay. Let me set this up again. We're going to have people come in a little bit too from the city wanting to videotape what we do here. So they understand the city wants to promote this center more, right? He wants to stay healthy? He wants to stay alive? I do. <laughs> okay, so so I want to make sure that we want to make sure that people know the center is open again, that we're open for business, open we can get people healthier, along with the classes to be part of that. So we'll be in a minute. Don't worry about that. the mic; is phenomenal. She'll take care of everything. So those folks will show up and take care of their stuff. I'm to, this is this is about back pain, correct? It's about back pain, about getting your back pain better. Why do you want to get better? We want to increase our quality. Have, I had a patient named Rachel. She came in about probably five years ago. Bad back pain. She was in her seventies, um, in a walker. She was walking around in my office and, and kind of crying, teaching a lot of pain. So I took her x-rays of her back. And I told her, your x-rays are normal. What's, why is your back hurting so much? Well, I saw my doctor six months ago because that's, I had a little bit of back pain back then, a little tightness in my back. He said, make sure you lie down, take your medication and don't move if it hurts. She took it literal. And she didn't move for about probably maybe go maybe around the house or little things here and there for about probably four or five months so her back pain went from, from a little bit of back pain to from maybe a two or three out of ten to a nine so my job was to go okay how we know it didn't work for her we know her back is able to walk and move around so over a period of about two three weeks she would come in every day she would yell at me because i would tell her to walk more do these exercises, walk five minutes, 10 minutes. Within two weeks, she was going from a full walker to a cane. She was still upset because she because it was painful, but the, probably about three or four months, she went from using a walker and severe leg pain every day, weak, tired, comfortable, and angry at me every day. She was telling in Spanish, but I'm not sure what it was, but it didn't sound very good. <laughs> it wasn't a very good words, I think. But a lot of it was over period of four months, She went to walking from none, no pain at all, to walking with no cane, no walk in 45 minutes. Happy, because your back was stronger again. Wherever we are now, we get our body a little bit stronger to help either get the pain to go away or get our body to have more endurance so it stays away. So we can be independent and move around and do things we want to do so it doesn't become a problem, right? Okay, any any anyone anyone uh, debate that? Anyone saying, nah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but I want to make sure you learn over time, maybe your back, your neck, whatever it is, seeing so counterfeit to somebody else. How do we get stronger so that helps negate the ability to go become painful overall? Okay. I want to start with two things that we do almost every time I do a talk, is overall what causes pain for most people is poor posture. How do we sit, how do we stand properly, then over time reinforce that to make our back stronger. So, starting from number one, as we're doing right now, right? How do we focus on sitting better? Okay? Talked about and if you've made it in the last couple couple months. I've done this so every time. If, most of us sit like this, right? Is normal? This is our normal, not normal, but normal for most people on average. Say the average, right? We sit here. Can we sit a little bit better so our back is a little bit straighter over time? So what you can do is, number one, is scoot forward to the chair, okay? What I tell people is, the back of the chair is only for decoration, it doesn't, it doesn't help your back at all. If we want our strong our back to be stronger, we want to sit on the first third of the chair, first third, have our knees go below our hips, so down here more. And if you can, bring your feet underneath your chair. If you can, or you on the side too, if you want to, on the side, either way. At that point, I think your chair is more on the side here. At that point, we sit here more upright, so then our hips have more room to clear in the sense where now our back can turn up here instead of being slouched this way. When we're like this, our back muscles, when we're like this, our back muscles stay stretched out, so that point they get weak over time, they get overly stretched. Here, now the back muscles get to fire and hold our body up isometrically, they contract. So when they contract, they hold their body here to retrain and maintain this better position. If I'm like this, then my body can stay strong here, I'm leaning back more, so now the body does become weak and tight this way. So when I'm like this, what happens when I'm like this, when I'm having poor poor sitting posture, the neck tightens up, the shoulders Mm -hmm. tighten up, everything feels more tight because I stand up and go like this. Ow! We have to be able to stand up from this position here and go, okay, I'm going to sit this way because I want to stand this way. When your body has better alignment, better position of your body over time, over one thing, fighting gravity, and with your overall body better center of gravity, then the spine holds you up, not the muscles. What's a thicker tissue, your bones or your muscles? Bones. Bones. Bones, they hold more load, more weight. The bones do. They're lined up better. You're able to hold that weight and dissipate that weight through your body. So it goes through your tailbone over time, than through your feet when you stand. Any questions about that? So just to reset your sitting posture, you want to sit in the first third of the chair. Have your knees below your hips and have your feet either behind you on the side of the chair based on how much room you have, or underneath the chair overall. So that when you're up on your toes more than you are flat on your feet. Does that feel comfortable? Good. Fantastic. Work
2: on
1: it. I like not feeling comfortable because uncomfortable means that you have to cause a change. If I'm uncomfortable, I can change my body to reset your body here over time. All right. Any questions about the sitting posture? Good? All right. Here, next one. I'll put the chair away. Because I'm my own camera guy. Let's go right here. Simple, simple. Boom, boom. There we go. All right. Who's here last last month? Good. Good. So I'm gonna have turquoise come on up. Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. come on up. No. I know you volunteered. for your hand up. Put your hand up. You volunteered. Put your hand up. Volunteer. I think I did this with you last week, last month too. I'm gonna, now we're gonna work on our standing posture, right? If I'm standing better then our body's able to stay strong, our lower back stays strong. If I'm standing poorly here, then my back gets weaker. Does that make sense? When I stand like this, now my upper body is having to, grab this, my upper body down forward, then my back has to work too hard. I talked about the bones holding up in your spine. Having better position allows your spine then to dissipate the pressure through there. So now your spine holds you up, not your muscles. Muscles will fatigue faster make the spine hold you up and they're not going to fatigue. So, this is Jessica? Yes. Up against the wall, Jessica. All right, heels against the wall, hips, shoulders, and head. How does that feel? Hurts. Fantastic, just like last month. (laughs) (laughs) You to work on this. I am, no, it doesn't hurt bad, it is
2: bad. Good, good.
1: But this allows your body to reset where it is by using tactile sensation now the joints are able to hold a better position. When I do this so for some of the first time, sometimes they'll tell me, that doesn't feel comfortable. I go, fantastic. That's what I'm open for. If we get the body to reset back here over time, so your body wants to stay here and then walk and move this way to reset our brain to hold this better position. I love walking as an exercise to start, so then we can start this way instead of starting this way. Take a step forward, Jessica. Keep the weight on your heels so we're back here, right? Good. At that point, when we walk with the weight on our heels, now our back muscles fire more, so that's when our back gets stronger just by walking. We walk long enough, we start building endurance so we can sit and stand more and not feel tired, fatigue, or pain. Jessica, any questions about that? No, I can. I'm not going to fall over. Good. <laughs> not like the last one. Yeah, right. And some people will say exactly. Some people will say when they when they grab, see, grab. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> some people will say like when I do this and I come off the wall, I'm not going to fall. I'm going to fall backwards because their body is used to this posture. Their normal in their mind is this. It's where they feel comfortable. You reset it back here over time. It takes about three or four weeks minimum of walking, moving, staying this way, and our body resets your brain, make this your normal position, normal posture. Any questions about that? Nothing yet? So if I'm gonna stand like this, and make my back stronger, what's gonna tighten up? The back, the stomach, good. My lower back, also my hips. If I'm gonna stand this way, I'm gonna move this way, now the hips get tighter, because now they have to really rework and reload where the body has to go. If well, my, my, my lower back here holds 80 percent of my weight, 8% of my body weight, 8%, at that point it's basically 80 down here both sides, right? Down here and also down in the front, so we want to make sure our hips are staying loose here and also here, okay? So when we reset our body, we talk about strength, we always want to start with stretching first. So this stretch here, I'm going to have them give you, this is my lunge stretch, I have to pull all the way down, just halfway. Here, use a towel also. I want to do a lunge stretch with you guys and show you exactly how to stretch your hips. When we walk, let's go right here. Let me see if it's going to be good. When we walk, the problem is we're not having four inch of motion hips. We're not doing this when we walk, right? Okay, that'd be weird. That'd be really weird. So, here, what we'd want to do is go down to one knee and put a towel here. Down to one knee, one position, and from there you want to lean forward and then push up. So again, just to reset. I'm going from standing to. The pelvis naturally shifts left and right.? Okay, It actually rotates. We're trying to get those ligaments and muscles to stretch more, make them if their muscles longer and stretched out, can it get stronger? Just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just nod your head, yes. <laughs> so when we do that, that's when I would hold that stretch, that one stretch, sliding forward and pushing up for about 30 seconds. Just 30 seconds. One time. Okay? And always, we want to do is we have two hips, we want to switch sides. We'll go over here. Same thing down to one knee. And then push forward. Slide forward and push up. Any questions about that? Who wants to try this? Any volunteers? This would be a fun one. Come back. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. All right. I'm right here. Go, Jimmy, go. There we go. Let's go on one knee first. Take your time, use the table, perfect. There we go. You want to turn that foot a little bit more forward. Okay. Sure. And I want to do now is slide, slide forward more, and then push up. How's that feel? Stiff. Good, where? On the waist down here. Perfect. So our body is used to being more forward. You gotta get it further back. By doing it on the floor on your knee, there's more balance well. So you want to use the table, you can. Your body's back here. If you're going to start this, what I would recommend for most people is you put a chair next to you also. This for just so you need to, almost put your hand here so you can push more forward and then push yourself up. How does that feel? stiff. Can you feel it in, in the hip too? you can feel, yes, you can feel good. it everywhere. Everywhere, everything all here, over body. Here, here, your back. Good, so by holding the stretch, you're stretching ligaments in the hip, ligaments in the back. And the muscles in the front, muscles in the back to make everything want to stretch to give you more range of motion. Switch sides too, see what side feels more comfortable. Yeah, stand up? Yeah, I would stand up. That'd be easier. <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. Okay. I'll switch the towel too. Right over here and see how that feels. Good here, and then slide it forward there we go. Hold that and hold the chair if you need to. How does that feel?
0: Okay. Easier?
2: It's still a little
1: better. Yeah. Everyone's hips are different. Mine is usually the right side. Mine's tighter. Some people are left. So whatever works for you, just hold for 30 seconds. Let me get the body to actually shift over time. All right. Does that feel okay? Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Right, you got it. Yeah, you. You're welcome, yeah. but hope that helps kind of give you the idea of, okay, what's going on? How do you feel that stretch over time? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. Thank you. you got it. You're welcome. Good job. And I give these stretches to anybody, okay? It's not just certain people or certain injuries. It's everyone can have more devotion, more stretching to make your body actually feel better and stay better. Any questions so far? Nothing yet? You guys are all mesmerized by all these exercises. I get it. (coughs) Let's take this back here. Okay, next one. That's a stretch. We talked about posture too, what's going on there. If we have good posture standing, how do we reinforce this position? How do we make this normal? Okay. I'm gonna give you a wall stretch. and wanna do wall squats to make your overall body stronger, lower body first. But I also wanna reinforce at the same time that upright posture. I, I want to see him do it. <laughs> Come on up. Come on up. Let's see. Okay. Backs up a little bit too. Good right here. So, right there. This is, he looks pretty strong. So, hips against the wall. Mm-hmm. Feet off the wall. Okay. Good. Bring your feet together to Bring your feet together. Some more here. There you go. Other side too. There we go. And the hips on the wall. Mm-hmm.
0: One more, more. All the way back, 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 back. Okay. So okay. back here, back here, oh, the hips, you see my hips on the wall over okay. here, okay. good, good. right good, then head back, mm-hmm. and now hands here,
1: then slide down, hold, oh, great. Then come back up, okay, look this guy, okay. look at this guy. Oh. all the way down, and all the way up, oh, my God. who is this guy, this guy is, this guy is showing me up on the door, does that feel okay? Okay, what muscles do you feel? Do you feel the muscles here? That's mm, okay. Good, good, good. It's okay. Mm, good. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> set of he's a setup. He's a setup. Okay. Yeah, but the goal is, can we get our body to come down enough? Where we feel a little bit tight in the hips and the legs, yeah. and then tighten and come back up again. And you may start if if your legs, if you're not comfortable or you're unsure. You may start just here, hold, and come back up you may come down and go, I'm gonna put my hands here also for support. So if I put my hands here, if I go too far, feel uncomfortable, use my hands to push myself up too. So everything has a modification or a variation to allow you to slowly get used to the exercise. Number of reps I would do for this is maybe five. Five times if you're comfortable coming down, then come back up five times there. If you're comfortable coming halfway down, hold, come back up, go for it. If you're not comfortable at all yet, I would come down, hands on your quads, and then push yourself up this way. If need be. When you come up, you almost want to almost lock out your knees, but not where you keep your whole body back on the on the wall. Any questions so far? So that's my first strength when I give my patients normally. From here, what I do is modify to more, more strength building with balance. Okay, with a chair. With a chair, I call it what's called a chair squat because it'll be a chair squat using a chair. I'm not very creative, okay? Again, I'm a chiropractor, not not a poet or something. I don't know, okay? So here, I'm going to take the chair right here. I'm going to do the same thing on the wall, but I'm going to come down using a chair. So I don't want to do this. That's not what I want to do, okay? I want to come like the wall. I want to come straight down. I want to come here. A little bit wider feet to clear the chair. I'm going to come down, keep my body straight, using the chair if need be. Push myself up, having the back straight off the wall. Now make the muscles fire more versus the wall posture. The pull the wall squat is more for the actual position of your body to learn this position, hip strength. This is more for back strength now using the chair. Come off the chair. My back's going to be straight the whole time. Come down, hold. And come back up. Yes.
2: Um, I've heard about knees over toes. You know, not going over mm-hmm. toes. Good. And It seemed like when you did that, uh, your knees were
1: going over your toes. So how? Because I'm coming does that you, mean? exactly. Because that's if you're doing. Good question. If you're doing a a normal squat, I'm gonna bring my butt back here. Right. So I'm doing it. This is more. That's more for the for the glutes, for the hamstrings and quads. I'm gonna modify it for the more the back. Okay. Good. So this Quite.
2: is really a separate yes. exercise from your traditional squat.
1: Yeah, so I always call it a modified squat. Okay. So people think it's a squat, but it's more modified. So yeah, that's so, oh, so thank l- you. good, good. So normal, so just to clarify, a normal squat is where you want to keep your body back all the way back and staying back here. Here I want this squat I want to do is I'm okay if your knees go forward because I want your back to stay straight the whole time. If your back to stay straight, you have to almost make sure our knees go forward. So our body stays straight down here and coming straight up. Any questions about this one? Well,
2: like he says, you know, whenever you take an exercise class, they always tell you the same thing. You have to have your knees back. So exactly. would it cause any problems for you have them front? It wouldn't, but because it may throw off your balance
1: right? though. It may okay. throw off your balance because then your feet are not flat anymore. Mm-hmm. So what I have people do is almost push their knees forward with this modified squat for your back strength. And you push forward and also on your toes mm-hmm. so that, at that point your body can actually clear the whole time. Mm-hmm. By doing that allows you light allows you to keep your back straight the whole time. So we're not leaning forward at all. So we're walking and we're walking heel to toe back here the whole time. But that's the thing is we want to make sure we're modifying it based on what muscles you want to work. If I want to work the back, typically I'm going to do more of a stand-up squat. first I'm going to work more of the legs, I'm going to make sure my butt's coming back more too. For example, if I'm in the gym, if I do a back squat where there's a bar behind my back, at that point I'm going to come here, I'm going to come down this way. If I do a front squat here, for more for my back, more for my back area, I'm going to come here and come straight down. Okay. Depends on what you're going to work out. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes, sir. you me to stay in that position? I was just for a second. What I mean for a second? So people, so you don't bounce. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna come down. Anything, anything we do is we want to avoid bounce. When you bounce, you worry about joints. So I'm gonna come down, hold for a second, and then come straight back. All right. Any other questions about this modified standing chair squat thing? Nothing. Last one on this three-step process. Squat would be more of a standing squat modified. We come from the chair. So more of coming down here, I usually take a look, like a weight in front too, something simple so your body can lean back more. Here and coming straight down, hold and coming straight up. Okay, any questions about that? So this is not easy for people. People will come down here and all of a sudden their butt pops out. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure we keep our body in the whole time and up so the hips come straight down in a vertical line all the way down the body, hold and come back up. So you may want to start with the wall, then the chair, then when you're brave enough have good health insurance in case you hurt something, at that point and then try coming down, hold and come back up. Again the goal is to make sure our body's strong when we do the walking and sitting especially it stays back here the whole time. We don't lean forward. Any questions about that? What does it take so far? We have a couple more I want to go over with you. What does it take to build back strength? How long it takes? How long? To build
2: back. Me?
1: To build back. Work. To build back strength. Oh. What's it take? What's how long do you think it takes? Three, four weeks. Three, four weeks minimum, up to six weeks to get your body to change overall to a better position and strength, and with strength building endurance. Sometimes two to three months. If, if I talk to trainers and have, what they tra- train someone from, say being very sedentary, very not knowing what to do, and having poor posture, it takes about 90 days, three months. Mm-hmm. So your brain resets where your body is, so now it's at a better position. So, so this no longer feels good anymore. This feels like you're normal again. Getting your brain, your, part of your cerebellum, your brain is part of your cerebellum, allows that part of your brain to reset. So we're here more. So give yourself time, it's not gonna happen overnight. People come out on Monday, they go, came back Tuesday, they go, I'm not better yet. I'm like, I know you're not better. I told you I to be better. It's not magic, it's not a magic trick. We get this body, so if, when you work on this, if there's a routine I'd set for somebody, you'd be doing the lunges in the morning, going for say a walk in the morning or early afternoon, then doing the wall squats, along with maybe just the chair squat for now, maybe five of each. At that point, start that over maybe for about two or three weeks or so. So it'd be the lunge in the morning, hold both sides for about 30 seconds. Around maybe between lunch, between breakfast and the lunch. The morning, the lunch stretch, between morning and lunchtime, maybe 20 minute walk where our body's back here. And then doing the uh, wall squat, along with the chair squat, maybe five of those in the early afternoon. The reason you want to split it up is so your brain doesn't want to go back to here. Because if we don't do anything, it'll go back to what we're used to. we got to get our brain to reset and stay in that better position. Don't have someone walk. I'll have have their posture on the wall first, 30 seconds. At that point, our body resets our body. Then we walk this way here. When I say walk again, I'm going to look Say, walk, but it's going to be walking, but walking with the weight on our heels. So we're staying back here the whole time instead of on our toes. So we're going to walk heel to toe, back and forth here, heel to toe, not midfoot and toe. Any questions about that? Yes?
2: Uh, I've been reading about walking and there's kind of a new thing that's different to me because I've always heard what you talk, it's heel-toe and this one was saying instead of the heel um, aim for like midfoot because it reduces the impact of the spine of the heel Um, Mm -hmm. and also people tend to stride too long so that gives more impact going up the spine if if they're doing the, the heel to toe. So can I you would agree with that. that a little bit? I would agree
1: that if you walk barefoot.
2: Okay.
1: How many people you'd like to go for walks barefoot here on our streets of uh, Upland.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't. I know people that when I used to do marathons would run a marathon barefoot. I don't know how that works. The problem when you're running barefoot and not, not the problem. But when you're running barefoot, yes, you want to have the arch of the foot, this is the heel, this is the toe, this is the, this is the arch. That does allow some compression when you're loading it. But the problem when you're doing that with a shoe on, at that point, that compression allows you to stay forward. I want to use my shoes, that absorb because my back of my shoe, usually the back of your shoe is thicker for a reason, It's able to handle more impact. Because it's thicker and has a wider base, what is the actual heel normally, at that point allows it to dissipate that pressure, That's if you want to call it stop, or start of your gait, more. So I'm gonna do my walks with a shoe on, and use my shoe as what de- decompress that overall spine coming down.
2: So proper walking shoes are your friend?
1: Or proper walking shoes, are proper walking shoes soft or hard? What do you think? Should it be flexible they, they or more flex not flexible? Flex in
2: the, mid, the midsole.
1: I would almost, I'm going for more of a, say a medium or harder shoe where it doesn't mm-hmm. flex as much because it allows your foot, your arch not to overstretch. Okay. It's not starting out your first minute of walking. It's minute 20, minute 15, when, you're, when your shoe's already relaxed, now it loses, it's flexed out, it has too much flexibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I go for a walk or a jog, and I'm over I'm making that shoe stretch too much over and over again, then my arch between my heel and my forefoot, my arch there gets overly stretched. I would rather take a chance of not stretching enough because once it overstretches, what happens now? Now you're going to have plantar fasciitis. Now you might strain, or I did my past, I've torn mine before. Yeah. We're talking about four, five, six months of recovery. Oh, yeah, it
2: takes a long Yay,
1: mm-hmm. no. I would love to be a foot doctor. Because your patients will be for at least six months. <laughs> at least six months. I have right now have a patient who, uh, who uh, strains his arch area. And he's been in a boot for about four months. Now he's in just more of a sleeve for about two months. Still not 100%. But our feet are so important. with well, this good question is we want to make sure our body is moving normally. We have proper shoes that in my sense you can't bend all the way. You can bend your shoe all the way. That's not enough support for me. If I'm doing a heel-to-toe overall heel strike, then roll my foot forward. If that's what I'm doing. If I'm going to do, if I'm barefoot, say I'm on the beach somewhere, I may want to use my arch a little bit, but I'm still going to do it conservatively and stay back. Because your arches are not doing unless you're again unless you're a marathon runner who do who does barefoot all the time or walks barefoot all the time, your arch will not be tight. My arch is tight, like my calf, and I start using a more flexible shoe, it can naturally have the risk of causing arch to stretch, overstretch, and cause to strain and tear. So you gotta be careful with your feet. What's your second part of your question?
2: I don't remember.
1: I'm not talking too much sometimes, <laughs> I apologize. But again, one thing I have too, with walking, I have a patient that she's had a hip hip uh, replacement. Okay? Who's known someone who had a hip replacement before? I've known like a several
2: Oh, yeah, I know. Somebody.
1: When you have that, you're told not to move very much. And when you move, it hurts. So when you move, it hurts, we start guarding our hip. Mm-hmm. So when we walk, because we want to walk normal, we're going to walk, but we're going to, you know, sometimes we're going to stomp our foot. We're going to cause it not to roll our foot, we're going to stomp. How's it affect the hip? Makes it worse.
2: Yeah.
1: So I want patients to realize, people realize, when you have a normal gait pattern, you roll your feet forward, instead of wanting to stomp or we'll go on the forefoot first, then your body's able to work, no de- decompress, and spring your body up. So there's less friction, less force up on your hip, on your knee, and your ankle.
2: I think I'm remembering. Yes. It was something to do with stride. Like, how do you know your stride length for yourself? Good. Because you don't want to have too much impact, uh-huh. or you don't want to be like trotting around like this. You don't want to be like this.
1: Yeah. So that'd be that would just be like fun of you. Uh-huh. Second part, you want to overstretch. And overstretch then your ligaments and muscles can't recover. So I'm I'm only gonna go where I feel I can stay here looking forward and have a normal game of my body from left to right side evenly plant, plant my foot and come up off my other foot where it feels even on both sides. Mm -hmm. there there, There is no measurement, it's how you feel. Can I have an even balance of left foot dropping on the floor, right foot coming up, and then coming off, do the same thing. So I have a full cycle of evenly balanced position. So distance-wise, I'm going more how I how I feel balanced, the left and right side. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. All right, that's your yeah. I, I think I think so. It's but it's so important, that, that get though, right? Older, balance is so important. Huge. Without um, balance, what happens? It puts... Everything gets thrown off. Yeah. Everything so. Without balance, then we start guarding our body even more. How do we guard our body? We do this. We come down here. What does this promote, over time? More of a cane. Then from there, a walker. No. Let's keep our body upright, have the confidence to build the strength. Build the strength so then our body feels it can stay here and maintain better balance position over time versus here. If I'm gonna regain my balance, it's gonna feel weird, awkward, and uncomfortable. I like that. With my patients. I have Renee right now. Renee could barely he could get out of the chair without feeling uncomfortable and weak and tight and off balance. Now he's listening <laughs> because I taught him, okay, how do I make how do I make you feel uncomfortable? So now your brain resets where your body wants to go. Unless I'm uncomfortable with my and my stretch, my exercise, unless I'm uncomfortable, my brain won't reset my body. I want to feel when someone has a balance issue, I want them to come down, come down with their eyes closed. That feels weird awkward. I don't feel good. Perfect, good. As long as you're holding a better position, then I know their body's gonna reset itself over time. Mm -hmm. And then the strength comes back. Then your body sits here so you're confident this is good for you. Then you build more muscle strength and more muscle endurance too, at the same time. So again, that like you said, part of part of having back strength and walking well is having good balance. So even if we walk backwards, Mm -hmm. we're gonna catch ourselves also. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Not just forward. I have a class I do is about walking exercises, about how to walk eyes open, eyes closed, backwards, forwards. At that point people go, what? Because it feels weird. But we train that way using a wall for balance too. And our body knows how to do that in, in, when, when we can't think about it and we react to something. Good? Good, good questions. Yes. Is it unusual to have one leg stronger than the other? No, it's unusual. And if you do, is it always gonna be
2: that way or can you make the Mm -hmm. stronger? It will
1: be until you train the other side or until you train your your stronger side to become looser. You talked about doing the lunge stretch, right? Mm -hmm. How one side is always tighter than the other? It's gonna be off a little bit here and there. Can we train that off side, that tighter side or stronger side, to become looser? So for example, with my hips. My hip on the right is normally a little higher, a little tighter, sometimes a little stronger. So my job is to make sure I do that lunge stretch a little bit longer on my right side so at that point it drops down more over time so both sides feel even. If my hips are off and I'm walking off, it's going to make the neck, the higher hip stronger and tighter. So you want to make sure we stretch enough in between our walks so our, ba- our hips feel balanced. Everything feels even when we stretch. But we were naturally gonna be off one, maybe three or four millimeters on each side. As it goes from three to four millimeters off this other side, then what happens is over time as it becomes more and more, say 10 millimeters, now our hips rotate enough where my body's wanna go over here. Problem is I don't wanna stay here. I wanna go here, that's where I feel comfortable. Now my back's tight. Now I'm walking like this, instead of walking a natural position, that's natural, natural motion. Our body will retrain and reset itself to what you tell it to do. If you have a tight right side, it becomes more off, and then it's gonna naturally make that your normal. So let me say here, I'm I'm gonna come back here, I'm gonna walk where, man, that right side feels real tight. Gets tight enough over time, you can pinch a nerve. At that point, then you come into my office. Welcome. (laughs) But can we loosen things up enough to make things wanna stay loose so when we walk and we exercise, you have better balance and better position and better leveling of the hips and better position here. So everything wants to learn and learn to get stronger here instead. That's why that stretch I gave you the one stretch I give people my patients to every time, the lower back injuries. I, I can check their leg length, length, length on their x-rays to make sure they're staying more even too. You can do the same thing with them. Anytime you have a higher or stronger side, the hip will sometimes guard up at that point, will naturally cause it to rotate to drop out that to drop off that leg to make this feel balanced and this feel balanced. Our body wants to a center of gravity, but it has to be something that has to cause a curve or a shift to do that. When someone bends this way, naturally going to drop that right foot to come back here to feel like they're even. They people walk walking walk off miles all the time. I feel great, doc. I'm like, okay, we have some work to do. Your perception not reality. We've got to change that over time. Answer your question. We all have it, even even shoulders too. Mm-hmm. And the problem we have tighter shoulders, the tighter one will naturally pull forward. So what has happened to our lower body? You start doing this to feel good. It's not look cool, do you? I don't know. But can we make this back here so they're evenly back here instead of forward, especially one side? So if
2: it- notice only when you're walking mm-hmm. and uh, if you have to go up a step, one leg will easily go up the step, but the other one, so you choose the strong
1: one to go up the step. So how do you make the, the weaker one yes. stronger? Mm-hmm. Good. So we add what we do is make, we do the lunge, ex- lunge stretch to make it looser right. and we do a lunge exercise to make it stronger.
2: So that
1: strengthens the ligament and the muscles? The, the, yeah. the lunge exercise will, the strength exercise, but not the stretch. Okay. So because you're, you're part of my show, I'll pay you later. I'm going to show you the lunge stretch right now. The lunge exercise, sorry. Oh. Okay. So this is two parts exercise here, where... Now, now, how do you get, like you had mentioned, if I'm doing a full squat, right? If I'm doing a squat here, mm-hmm. using a chair too, I'm evenly working my hips and my legs, but that even might your, your even might be off versus normal. You might have a tighter side. Okay. So if I'm doing this, it may feel good. If I do a lunge exercise, if I do a lunge exerciser or a full lunge for strength, that may feel off. So I'm going to come down for a lunge. I'm going to do two ways. I'm going to use the chair on my side. What I to do is keep my body up the whole time. I always have good posture. Correct. With good posture, I'm going to come down. I'm going to almost step over say a towel or a mat, something to protect your knee, I'm going to come here, and from here I'm going to come down, straight down, here, hold for a second, then come back up. You may start with just coming down halfway, hold, then come back up. The goal with this is to make sure your hips here, they don't pop out, Mm -hmm. left or right. If I do this and I have a weak right hip, I'm going to come down. I'm going to pop out this way, but with left hip, I'm going to pop, I'm going to come down, pop out to my left, so when you come down, if you come down just halfway, head up, hold for a second, Okay, we don't want to bounce, hold for a second, then come back up. I would hold the same position here for about five of them, at one time. Here, check your chair on both sides, or one side, come down, hold, and come back up. Five there, then you come switch sides, Again, step over your towel or mat, if you have one, head up, come down, hold, and come back up, and feel which hip feels tighter or weaker, okay? The weaker one will be almost tighter than normal. that point, get your legs stronger evenly by getting them to shift. Once your knees are separated here, at that point, then you're going to throw off your balance naturally. Can we do this? Two ways: one with your eyes open, coming down, hold for a second, then close your eyes. See if it's different for you. Coming down, hold for a second. So you're not using a stationary object to hold your balance. Let your body hold your balance. So come down, five, five with your eyes open, then come down, five with your eyes closed. See if it throws off your balance because it should a little bit. You're not used to using your feet and your body for balance versus your right hand. Like there's your vision. All right. Who wants to take a half time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any questions? Oh. But that'll help you get stronger. If that feels tight up, that from, that from that position, if one hip feels tight, what well, I mean, hip, which is of your lower back here feels tighter, you can do a hip stretch seated. Okay. What I mean by that? Probably seen this on Tic Tac or Instabook or Facegrab, one of those places. <laughs> you want to cross your leg over, okay? Cross your leg over like this. You can see it here. And here, you want to do is now bring your knee toward your opposite shoulder. By coming up here, where do you feel that tightness? If you feel here, that's exactly your hip area that helps you, helps you walk. Helps you do lunges. Helps your hips stay in the whole time. This way. Hold that for 15, 20 seconds on that side, and then switch sides. See which side feels tighter. Oh, I did some good lunges yesterday. That was fun. I'm feeling them now. That's hard. All right. And this time, you always want to do this in a chair also. The chair allows you to stay upright more too. So you're here, not leaning back like this to stay up the whole time. And hold that. I would put the knee, if you can, again, everyone's different. Put your ankle more on top of your knee, and then pull across the opposite shoulder. Does that feel good? Does that hurt anyone? Yes. Fantastic, good. it's <laughs> sore, fantastic. You gotta keep doing it. 15, 20 seconds, both sides, just once. Make things wanna loosen up. Because again, we're walking all day long. We walk, we walk, we walk. It gets tighter and tighter and tighter. So like this stretch, even before you walk. If we can walk where a body's looser, and it maintains better balance, then you get stronger and looser. Whereas if it's muscle's already tight, you try to strengthen it by walking, then you have no room to work with. You need the muscle to contract, relax, contract, relax, to make it build up strength and also endurance afterwards. Okay, any questions about that? How long should we be doing stretches before we walk and should we also stretch after we walk? I, my preference is stretching before you walk, so you start your walk loose and then you your walk. But if you're sore after you walk, or if you're fatigued or tired, then ice that lower back or hip down to make sure it does cause an inflammation. So I'm more of a pre stretch back. Some people stretch afterwards. That's fine too. But if I, if I pre-stretch, then I know I'm not going to hurt myself while I'm walking, it won't be tight. The reason we pull a muscle, is because the muscle is tight. How does it get tight? We don't stretch enough. My morning routine, my morning routine only Monday through Sunday, is I hit my coffee maker. At that point, I stretch for 15 minutes every morning. Using a roller, using a stick, everything. I of my house. That's so what I did. I do that because I want to make sure my day, my, to do a five-minute workout every morning, I'm not going to pull anything. I got to work every day. If I can't do this, if I can't work, can't, I can't work out. So I want to make sure I'm more flexible first and then build strength. All right. And then I would do it maybe time-wise, maybe 10 minutes before you go for your walk, time-wise. But afterwards, if you're sore at all, I would always ice it down. Why do I like ice versus heat? Because you're not old enough for heat. Heat's for old people. Okay? So our job is to make sure we get some muscle that causes inflammation, causing pain, not a joint issue if you're already warmed up. If you've gone through a walk, your body's warmed up, it's more of a muscle inflammation, bring the swelling inflammation down with the ice. Maybe 10 minutes on that area. Any questions about that? like my little jokes, you guys get them, the mental capability here. Last exercise, cause I gotta get my lunch and get the work. Last one, if, you, if your back is tight or weak here, this is something to get you that area looser and stronger. Okay? So what have you do? I call it a hamstring stretch, really not a hamstring, it's called it a hamstring stretch my patients. But I want to make your hamstrings looser so your body can walk and move and bend over, pick things up and brush your teeth and not cause any pain coming back here. That's the plan. And how to put your feet off the wall about maybe a foot away from the wall. Hands right here again. I'm going to come down. But what this I want to do is make sure I'm going to come off so I can see it. Come no, down. Make sure my back is straight the whole time. I'm come down. Hold that position. And you it might, it might feel tight hamstrings. Once you feel the hamstrings tighten up you're like that feels uncomfortable, then stop it. Don't go all the way down. Okay? Like this, guy could probably go down to the floor. Okay? <laughs> Genetically, probably. Okay? So here, I'm gonna come down where I'm comfortable. I'm gonna come up, where I'm gonna come up and my thoughts problem to come up, I'll touch the wall of my shoulders back here. I'm gonna come up, but touch my wall of the shoulders first. Okay? The reason I want you to do that, I want the back as you come down, make the back one stretch a little bit here, but maintain that. And I want people to do this, they come down and start doing this. Ugh. Go and start doing this. Ugh. No. The purpose is to make the muscles strong, what I mean the muscles. Yeah, so is, so is to seven, right? seven. So is the back from the seven. Seven the back from seven. Okay. Want well, to make these muscles here, rectus right? spiny muscles, which help you come up and down, get stronger. So the thickest muscle, that thickest muscle, the back. They're stronger, and then they hold you up longer. They're stronger also. They get stronger this way. Hence, good posture. Hint, hits When they're stronger. Okay. So on the wall, what people do? Hips on the wall. Feet about a foot off the wall, shoulder width apart, straight up, right, straight here. I'm going to come down, hold that better position, hold for a second, my hamstrings tighten up. I'm going to come back and touch the wall of my shoulders all the way back here. At that point, just these muscles are firing, not the whole back moving the whole time. Who hasn't volunteered so far? Who hasn't volunteered? There's something out there, remember. Who wants to try this? Hint, Hint. Anybody? Anybody is a brave slow? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. One more time, time? One more time? Yeah. Come on. I don't see this guy, it's how far this guy can go. Guys, Flexible. I think it was in the Olympics or something. So here, hips on the wall. Hips, Okay. all the way back, 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 back. Now feet off the wall here. Alright, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to come down, hands here. And come down. Actually, no, no this no, way, this no, way, this no. is no. forward, forward. This way, bend, bend, actually no, forward this way. No, no. Yeah. no, So if you relax, 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 and then straight okay. this way. There you go, there we go. And hold for a second, hold, hold, hold. And then come back but touch it with the umbros. Mm-hmm. So back to the umbros. To up, 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 up. up. Yeah. and then. Okay. Good, come down again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All in, all way down. Tight, and make that back. Lengthen a little bit, but strengthen on the way up. Using your upper body to kind of contract that area.
2: Columna,
1: Alright, okay. Bien? Bien. Bien. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you sir. Okay. <laughs> all right, grab a seat, grab a seat, grab a seat. Get out of here. Any questions? Any questions at all? No, But how do we, like I said before, just to, just to recap, how do we make our body looser and then stronger? But the most important thing is we want to make sure we get our body back here. So if you have a problem where your back is sore, number one thing is, where's my posture? You're not going to know. So use a permanent wall like the Gibson Center, come against the wall with your heels, hips, shoulders, and head, and reset your posture back here. That point, use the same posture when you're sitting, you're sitting down here, for sitting in the same position, just sitting with our feet underneath us, heels underneath our hips, that form we're back here again, right? That's the plan. You stay back here, and then stretch, and then load, and then walk, heel to toe if you have shoes on, to make your body want to stay strong, over time, build up endurance too, to sit longer, stand longer, and not have problems. That's, that's the reason why I can with my patients. So long-term, can you like I talked about initially, my first story with Rachel, getting to where you can walk from having not be able to walk at all, having leg pain back to using a walker, using no walker at all, walking 45 minutes on her own. But it took about probably four months for her to get that, that amount. Give yourself time, again, change the change physiology in our body, it takes about 90 days, three months. So your body has reset itself to better position. So wherever you are, start and have your routine, help we've talked about before too, of doing your stretching first if you want to, stretching first, do your walks, and then if you need to, ice down that muscle, that hip, that back. Because as you build up endurance, meaning going from, say, 10-minute walks to 15 to 20 to 30, the muscles will be tired and fatigued. We have to push our body back more than we're used to to feel comfortable. to cause a change in our body too. It takes time to get there. Doesn't happen overnight. Give yourself time, but reset everything every day. I tell patients, only reset it on the days that end with Y.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: so on the days that end with Y, reset your posture. Do your exercise, your stretching. So many patients are like, what does that mean? Like, you'll get it done in life. But we have to, every time you get out of bed, we have to go, what are we going to do today? How do we make our body not have pain, but also build strength so that pain can't come back? Your, your strength is your best insurance policy against having an injury, against causing a problem, against having a fall. So why not work on your strength, my friends? All right? Any questions at all?
0: Yes, sir? One, one question, do you get rid of the recliner or what do you
1: do now? I don't mind the recliner, but I would put it if, if recliner, if you make your recliner do this, then put a pillow back here so your body stays up. So I would take, out, for example, my design makes me want to sit this way, or even my couch or my chair. I'm going to put a pillow back here so I can sit up the whole time this way. So I'm here, in my car, same thing. And they call it a lumbar, a lumbar support for your back, that eh, may not be enough. So put a little pillow back there. If you're coordinated, match your colors up or something. I don't know, you know, if you have a brown cat, and get a brown, brown, brown pillow, I don't know. At that point, use something that helps your body stay here. Good question. And if you're going to use a recliner, if, if upright is 9 degrees, 45's here, go down to about under 45. If you're under 45, don't worry about where you're going. Because when, I, when I, have, I have a couch, I don't have any I have couches in my house. I make my couch into a recliner all day long. I don't sit upright, I lie down on my couches so I can relax and hopefully take a nap. I fall asleep. plan? Alright? That's a good question. I want to make sure people use what they have around their house, not have to go buy a decoulement or buy a new couch or buy a new bed even too. Make the body feel good. What's a good type of bed? Go to your house furniture firm.
2: category.
1: Firm. firm. why firm? I agree with you, but why? Well, because
2: it makes my back stays straight.
1: There's more support. Yeah, more support. A firm mattress has more support, that's a fact, okay? If you're gonna buy a new mattress, make sure you have good warranty. I have, I have a patient, he, uh, I call him my bed aficionado. He's gone through about six mattresses over the last, maybe four or five months. He just not comfortable on them, but he wants to make sure that he makes sure that Matt, before he buys it, the warranty and the, and the the full refund is what is it within 30, 40, 50 days. <laughs> to make sure. But make sure you, whatever you're doing. Good question. If you're sitting, if you're standing, if you're if you're walking, if you're driving, what's your body position? And then if we're gonna exercise, what's your body position? My biggest thing my is not back pain or neck pain. It's position, your body posture. To make it one pain go away and then stay away. When you relearn that and work out that way, I will never see you again. Sad. <laughs> Very sad. Anything else? Questions? Yeah. Good. All right. What's uh, next month? Is what's next month?
2: October 20.
1: What does it say I am doing?
2: October 20. Let's see. More better balance. Yeah.
1: Better balance. The bells talked about balancing, not falling down. That will be the talk about how to walk with your eyes open, eyes closed, how to stand in your head, things like that. Maybe. I don't know if I'll incorporate that. Maybe. you yeah. Thank you guys for coming to grab some food to to lunch. Have a nap. Yes, sir. Good question.